Classic song. Can I sing along? I feel like you might already. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> That's a brilliant rendition. Thank you. Was that even part of the podcast or was I just talking beforehand? What's up, everybody? This is Insane Ramblings, episode 143. A very melodic episode. Mm, I mean, you didn't even need to say. People could have assumed. <laughs> uh, it was a, it was a brief interlude as part of the podcast. Yeah, I don't think that was actually part of the show, was it? Well, it ended up being part of the show. <laughs> I mean, now it is. Yeah. But I think, uh, I guess I should know everything with you is on tape. Yeah, you can't just uh, say anything around here and expect it to well, go to waste. Well, one certainly can't say, no, 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 gold. Right. <laughs> without it, uh, without it recurring uh, on the next podcast, as it turns out. Yeah. That's something you can't say. No, I, I feel like uh, that's one of those things that it, you were close to perfection, but without the backing track, it didn't quite do it justice. Right. So, oh, look, now it's a... Friggin' masterpiece. Yeah, now we've got a ringtone available <laughs> at insaneramblings.net. Really? I mean, I feel like it's going to happen. Well, okay, I, I d- mean, I don't know sure. that there's high demand, but I've done 90% of the oh, work Oh, it's not here. about the demand. No, when has that ever been <laughs> our motivator? No, I don't. If it was about demand, a lot of things would be different in our lives, including this podcast. I would see a lot less of Vicky. Indeed. I think you insulted me, but I'm going to skip right over it. <laughs> Speaking of being in demand... Are you crush suspicious? <laughs> you might have to define this for me, but okay, my assumption... No, I'm going to enjoy this. What do you think it means? Is that also, we both are wearing matching outfits, which is weird. If uh, you want, That wasn't on purpose. If you want to see our matching outfits, go to the uh, website and we're video recording this one. I, I want to get some reactions later well, on in the show. Mus- it's quite a musical episode, so you don't want to miss out on... Yeah, some of the... Some of the visuals as to how we're going along with it, with the track. <laughs> I was putting my glasses on, as you'll see um, in the video. And, and we all know that you can't think and put on glasses. You certainly can't. Not if you've also got headphones. But on. also, like you've put them on lopsided, which I is even more distracting. You were rushing me. <laughs> I gave you a good two, three <laughs> seconds of dead you air were to put them on. At me, like, can you get them on? And I was like, help! I can't because it's hard to put your glasses on with headphones. Anyway, let me know how you feel about the new glasses. I'll cha- I've got two pairs, so I'll change halfway. And you really? Can- <laughs> yeah, I've got two pairs. All right, well, and you can the, let me know what you prefer. If the ratings of this episode like dramatically decrease, like drop off in the second, the second half, half, we'll know what the culprit was. Right, it's the glasses. Uh, yeah, we didn't dress alike on purpose. That just happened, but that's all right. We're so in sync, 143 episodes. That, yeah. you know, my fashion taste is bound to rub off on you at some point. Do you get your period at the same time as me? Uh, hit me up in three days. Is that when yours is due? What does that mean? I don't know what to make of that. I've heard a lot about how women's bodies work and uh, these new apps that you can get. Oh, right. Period calendar. Yeah, I got one. Yeah. So. You're on it? We'll sync at the end of the episode. Yeah. (laughs) I'll get mine up. I mean, I can. I'll sync my iTunes and I'll sync my period calendar. I was going to say I can add you as a friend so you can always Is that actually a feature? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Has anyone ever used that feature? I think it's actually like so your partner knows when you're ovulating, like because it's also for fertility. That's got to be the one use because <laughs> it's like no a hey, Facebook feed. Just in case you were, you know, thinking about hooking up with me at this party, this is what we're gonna deal with. Yeah, don't bother. It's not a no, but I'm just putting this out right. there. Just bring towels. It's on Front Street. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I want to be on Front Street. If you're wanting something to happen, I would personally bring towels. Sure. Multiple. <laughs> Not really. Well, I mean, you, you're going with the plural. Not just one towel. Well, I'm like, it's not going to be enough, know. buddy. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, it's like the stigmata in here. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can add friends. Here you go. Do you want me to send the data to you? Not particularly. Uh, okay. Um, All right. But do you have any friends on there? I don't. I mean, do I have any friends in general? Maybe no. No, I was just wondering, uh, like... Uh, no, no, no period friends. I just wondered how close my uh, female friends really are. Like, I... I didn't we even definitely tell each other when we have our periods. Why? I'm not because it's like, hey. It, like, it's not know, how you imagine where we're in our pink fluffy bedrooms on our, like, hamburger phones. Because like, I imagine it's much just like. Just wanted to chat. Uh, everyone gather around. I need you all to line up in two lines and I'll run through the middle high-fiving all of you. <laughs> yeah, like, not pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just more like, ah, oh, my body, help. So it's just for sympathy. Is that what you're going for? Yeah, or not even. It's like. If you were trapped in a ravine and your leg was under a rock, even if people couldn't help you... I would keep you, it to myself. Would you complain about the pain? I'm just so selfless like that. Mm, I don't really... I'd be like, hey, if you want to go for help, it's up to you. Right. But I'll just quietly sit here in agony and... No, uh, <laughs> Anyway. No, but it's... what so Crush suspicion. What do you think it is? Crush suspicion. I think like, that you think someone's got a crush on you. No, but that would make a lot more sense uh, than what I'm going with. You suspect you're being crushed by some kind of heavy object. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm like, I can't quite put, you know, pinpoint it, but I definitely feel like, is this, ah, oh, it's a bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game where you try to suspect what you're being crushed by. Yeah, I saw that Marilyn Manson video. He was, <laughs> he definitely had an inkling of crust suspicion. Yeah, right. Like, ah, oh, this is, ah, oh, that's an animal for sure. Yeah. Is it, is it dogs? Ding, ding, ding. It was dogs. <laughs> it's also um, a game show, Crush yeah, Like no. we put some objects on you and you have to guess exactly what is crushing you. So when someone is into you and it's clear mm. and it's quite straightforward that they're interested. I mean, I'll pretend like I can relate. Uh, right? Yeah. Exactly. Are you not like, what's your angle? Like, I, <laughs> I don't have that low self-confidence okay, that I I'm do. like... Then you gotta be fucking with me, right? Well, it's not that you're fucking with me. I'm like, what do you not know about me that you're going to find out? Well, they clearly haven't listened to 142 right. hours of you <laughs> giving them reasons why not to uh, want to crush on you. Yeah, I don't know. I just like this dude like declared his interest. I can't really go into details. Um, <laughs> Much like a thumb war of sorts, like. One, two, three, four. I declare I'm interested in you. <laughs> like <it's, laughs> I wasn't so formal. It just yeah, the way that you said it. I declare you sent my me interest. A right, <laughs> dearest Squire, Vicky. I would like to inform you to of my, my interest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So I know that he's interested. Or so he seems to say. Mm-hmm. What's his angle? Is what goes through my mind. I'm like, what's your angle? Because. No. Because you feel like there's no way he could possibly be into the real you. Yeah. Well, how long have you guys known each other? Oh, like a week maybe? See, I feel like that's not long enough for him to properly gauge what we're dealing with here. Right. But if we're using Front Street as a metaphor, mm. right, of your town, what would your Front Street look like? It'd be quite empty. <laughs> really? It's a ghost You're town. A vault. <laughs> Everything's locked oh, no, in the no. bank vault. Uh, I'm, I'm on it. You're on. I'm it. I'm standing right on Front Street. Right, all of you. But there's no no one's driving right. through. <laughs> so all of you is on Front Street. Yeah. And no one else is going by. No, there's definitely things that like I would keep to myself, 
for example. Just like, like this podcast <laughs> for a moment, for like for one. Like, right, that's on I like feel, Third Street. Yeah, because just say it's a first date. I want to be on even playing field. This podcast is like a cheat sheet. Oh, right. Yeah, it's like my, my mind, internet diary. Yeah. So if I don't know about them, like unless I'm dating... I don't know, Kelly Cal Ripper Stern. or something. Oh, all right. <laughs> I guess we went <laughs> Some different kind angles. Of American media personality, yeah. no doubt. <laughs> then I'm not going to be like, well, all right, you can read my diary. I'll just wait to read yours page by page over right. the next several dates. Yeah. Yeah, we got to like keep some mystery there. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if that's, I feel like that's normal. I, yeah, well, I mean, it's like, it's hard to say, you. like, no, that's not true. everyone has a podcast. No, I feel like that's third or fourth street. Yeah. Like for example, like a lot of people, it's not main road, a lot of people have a blog, even if it's something they started as teenagers and have right. since grown out of, but it's still there on the internet. Like if right. I wanted to find your bad poetry from when you were 16. Yeah. Right. Uh, that probably, you know, talks about, you know, some crazy relationships that you've had or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to be like, oh yeah, I work at construction I, uh, I love long walks along the beach and this is my blog from no, like 1995. of course not. Yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. You're not linking your MySpace on your LinkedIn, are you? <laughs> I don't know why I'm dating a construction worker. But <laughs> <laughs> why is that the first thing that came to mind? Like, mm, think of sexy jobs. It is kind of sexy, a girl in construction. I mean, uh, yeah, but there's not many of them, right? Maybe that's Maybe what that's... attracted to me. Yeah. <laughs> She's unique. Come to think sure. of it, I did see like a woman holding like a... You know, not a stop sign, but one of right. those like road work signs okay. today. Yeah, Maybe I see that, that a lot. Like it's a, it's a growing trend. Uh, yeah. Like that seems to be the in into the industry. <laughs> a lot of women are joining the traffic control industry. Right. Lately. But maybe that's like the... There must be a gender equality push or something. Yeah. And they haven't quite graduated to using the tractor or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Where were you at the time? <laughs> like fucking Amishville? Next to Front Street, there's also right. a giant farm. I was going to say you're in Utah at the time. What do you call it? <clears throat> uh, uh, like a digger or whatever. What? What's the <sighs> excavator? For sure. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not in construction. <laughs> I'm not the lady you're looking for. It ain't me. Anyway, maybe that was subconsciously on the back of my mind. Yeah, I just want to know his angle. He's definitely an angle. Either he's crazy or, like, he's got an angle. Well, as I say, it's only been a week. Maybe he is crazy. Oh, no, because, again, your front street is most of you and then there's stuff on Third Street. <laughs> sure. My whole town is just Front Street, but Front there's, Street there's has one... been burned to the ground. <laughs> okay. And, like, vandalised horribly. So you're, like, a very rural town where there's only, like, one road. No, I am, like, Detroit, except everything's on one street. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it's, it's subject to heavy urban decay. There's one but it's road, all the main road and it's in disrepair. Yes, heavy disrepair. <laughs> Just got to emphasize. Yeah. <laughs> I'm basically like Chernobyl after it was abandoned. And so you've told this guy all your sordid secrets. Right. And uh, he hasn't run off. No, and so you're, why not? You're what's your angle? That's what's going on. Either you're crazier than me or you've got an angle. There's definitely got to be an angle. I'm like, is it the challenge? But why not? enjoy the ride like no you, this seems that's to be a, what, an, that's not an option for me Ben. why because you're too in your head about it yeah of course like, you, that's like me saying to you why don't you just become a peach about your problems <laughs> why not no i'm just trying to you get won't it. have any problems if you're a peach maybe i will <laughs> it's yeah that's not an option how for many me. times do i, I have can't to do that listen to that presidents of the united states of america <laughs> song 
maybe it'll rub off on me. Well, you don't have ears, so. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things that you don't have as a peach. No, if that's what we're quite different. Really, uh, oh, talking about. Is this a peach versus human cast? You want to sit down and list the differences? I can't believe 143 episodes. We haven't already done this. <laughs> I mean, they both have hair. Should we go with the similarities? It might be faster. I mean, fuzz. I don't know if it's uh, called hair. You can eat them both, technically. Sort of. You want to eat a person? I don't want to, but, but I, if I, I can. had to, <laughs> like I physically can. Sure, sure. My advice. Yeah. It sounds like this guy is inevitably going to run away. Exactly. Regretting every moment they spent with you. Indeed. But until that point, why not just see how how it goes? Like. Just roll with it. Okay, well, that's not what I went with. I said, nah, let's not see each other again. But it doesn't sound like that's the end of it, should you so desire. Mm, we'll see. Watch this space. He's I mean, got an angle. There's I mean, an angle. If you've got to this level after knowing each other for less than a week. Right. It doesn't sound like the kind of guy that's just going to be like, well, you've said no once. That's the end of it. Like, things move fast with this dude. Why, though? Well, I don't think he's, like, looking for this love of his life <laughs> you're at this level after only a few days right. it just seems like i don't know he's looking for some fun you're denying yourself some fun but indeed why not my just, favorite thing to do why not join him on front street and play amongst the rubble <laughs> no so i denied him we're not hanging out and that's it then yeah. what if he comes to you tomorrow and he's like vicky i know you've rebuffed me i'd be like where how did you find me well like where did you meet him I can't say. Okay, well, like, will, uh, is there a chance that you'll see this guy again? Yes, but it's low. Small to medium. Well, okay, there's still a chance. Yes. If he finds you. Right. He tracks you down. Like, I, I assume he knows your name and stuff anyway. Yes. Like, he could probably just Facebook you or whatever. Right. And he's like, hey, I know you said no, but let's, like, I'm saying yes. <laughs> On behalf of <laughs> Yeah, us. right. Will you be like overruled or you, you'd be like, well, Ben said, let's see where this goes. Maybe I'll listen to him. I'm not sure yet. Probably still no. But why though? Just because he's not gone to the exact level of interest that you're looking for. No. How many times? Yeah. How many people have you seen me date? Do you think in the time we've known each other? I mean, I'm going to. Uh, you can, can guess. I'm not like. I, like, I'm going to say. Even if by date you mean this level of interaction. Not even. Oh, like an actual... Actually like, date. But also this level of interaction. I'd sure. say like a handful of actual, you know, boyfriends. Right. And how many people on this level of interaction? Like a dozen more maybe. Right. And how many times has it ended in tears? 100% of the time. Yeah, exactly. But, Why not end it right now in tears? But that, that's how almost every relationship ends, right? I mean, you're really selling it to me, Ben. <laughs> Well, I mean, you can still be single forever if that's your preference, but up until the tears, isn't right. it a good time? No. Uh, you've met me, right? Is it ever a good time? I think there's moments of good time. Oh, fleeting. <laughs> but is, is it not worth it? Is that what you're saying? Those fleeting moments are not enough to justify the tears in the end. Indeed. Because, like, do you remember there's like that 70s show episode? Mm-hmm. Where Probably not, Eric, to be honest. Eric... Uh, and Donna break up and they've been right. together for like five years or whatever it is. And an angel played by Newman from Seinfeld huh. comes to him and he's like, hey, I can raise all the memories of you guys together. Right. And Eric's like, at first he's like, yes, do it. Cause it's like too painful yeah. to go through life knowing that I can't be with her. And, uh, you know, she broke my heart. Well, whatever. 
and then at the end of the episode, like he like shows him all the times that they had together, right? And that includes like you know good times and the bad. Yeah. But he's like he remembers it all, and it's like all well, those experiences shaped me as a person. I don't want to lose that. No, nah, lose him. <laughs> Definitely get him out. Done. If you could erase every single like memory of your past relationships, yes, you would do it. Yes. But don't you think that you would be like back at square one making all the same mistakes that you did when you first, you know, found. And what do you think I'm doing currently? (sighs) But you're not allowing yourself to. No, but I, up until this time when I've made what I would say is a rare smart decision. I would disagree with this. I mean, I I haven't met the guy. Okay. Like maybe I'll like, you know, meet him in the streets and I'd be like, oh yeah, that guy was Lucifer. Like definitely. (laughs) One week together was too much. Right. But like you're looking for a guy that is not suspicious of you when you tell him about your past. Right. Which like you make it sound like this is like this, you know, big secret or something. Like <laughs> it's not. There's not. No. You've got ups and downs like everyone. But you don't want the guy who's like immediately turned on by it you don't want the guy who's immediately turned off by it right where's middle of the road guy well i don't think he exists i want getting to know me at appropriate speed but you you rushed that you told him everything already yeah you can't blame him for taking for you know amping this up no but he was already interested and now he's still interested i'm confused it's either going to be that like he's going to be still interested or he's no longer going to be interested right like either way from what you're saying the relationship ends at that point (laughs) Yes, indeed. And so you'll never get past this. Indeed. So why and not, this is the conversation we had. So why not just give it another week and see what happens? No, because I don't want to be sad in a week. I'll be sadder but, than just being normal but now. there's also the opportunity that you might be happy. Isn't that it's something? It's so that... slim, though. <laughs> it's so slim. You've been on me for years. How often am I happy in my relationships? Rarely, but you right. don't... But you, don't let yourself get to that level. But also, it's not like I'm <laughs> hanging out with you on every date. Like, I assume there's... I mean, can you? No. <laughs> okay, all right. Just thought it was worth I, I didn't think about it for a second. Yeah, like, I can see that. Might be for a good podcast or two, but not every date. What happens when, like, you know, your perfect man meets you? Right. And he's like, Vicky... I don't care. All the flaws that you've already told me. Right. I waded through the rubble of Front Street <laughs> and I came out a little... Front Street Detroit. Yeah. A little sooty, but still in love. And you're uh, like, no, you're, you're supposed to be appalled by that. You should. I What's wrong with you? You're just kicking away your perfect man at that point. Oh, well. What can I say? <laughs> All right. So it doesn't sound like it's... He's w- not my perfect man. No, but how do you I know? I don't really know him. Well, exactly. <laughs> There's a good, like, I read Aziz Ansari's newest book. Right. And it's all about relationships. Sure. And he talks about Tinder and all this kind of stuff and going on first dates and how um, the relationship is much more likely to succeed if you go on a second date. And so it's. Well, yes. But, like. What do you mean? <laughs> okay, but it's like a cause and effect type thing. Like, well, you have to go on a second date for it to survive. If it doesn't go past the first date, of course it doesn't survive. Yeah, good point. I feel like... <laughs> I, f- I think it was more like once it gets to the second date, it's much more likely that it will last, you know, like a oh, minimum so, of however... Right. First to second date jump is the biggest. Yeah. Like there's okay. a huge... 
drop off there. Right. But if you go date and one, a, no, and then like once you're at date two, yeah, then like your odds go up exponentially right. for the relationship to be okay. successful. And it's just because like the first date is always going to be the awkward, well, it's like, like the small talk and getting to well. know you. Yeah, right. And so instead of just going on first dates and being like, eh, didn't really like, you know, have a spark or whatever. Right. What he does is he's like, well, like it wasn't the worst date in the world. Let's go on a second date and see and how see, it goes. Yeah. That's kind of what I used to do. And look <laughs> well, at me what now. changed? The horrible. Because he found like things. a lot more, you know, like he found once he went on these second dates that things started to take off from him. Yeah. Well, it's not as awkward. The first time you're both awkward, like you just don't know what to talk about. Don't know what they're into. Don't know what you're going to say. Like, yeah. So, like, it seems like you're on first date territory. Nah, I'm suspicious. You can still be suspicious and go on a second date. Well, we're not, we didn't go on any date. Yeah. Okay, but you know what I'm saying. Well, I didn't take his number, so. But oh. you can you can get it should you really want to. Yeah, I don't. Put it All behind right. me. All right, I'm just saying that this is going to be a recurring theme if, uh, you know, this is your attitude every time someone's <laughs> asking for your number. <laughs> it will be. And someone that it sounds like you actually got along with. Yeah, I've had worse times. Well, there you go. I'm not saying you have to marry him, but like... Well, that's good. You're, if you're the one that's like, I'm... Like, do you want to be in a relationship? Like, if you don't want to be in a relationship, then whatever. But I feel like you do. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> answer that question. Yeah, that's probably where we should start. Fair enough. I touched on the fact that it was a very melodic episode at the start of the show. I feel like it's time to get to that. Okay. So... I think it was two episodes ago, I uh, introduced our audience to the world of Terry Pedestrian and the Crossing. Yeah. A musical act that I stumbled upon on uh, YouTube, on iTunes, sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, For those who are just jumping into this episode blind or don't remember, let's catch up a little bit. This was the song that I discovered. It was the Ed Cavalli driving song. (laughs) It goes on for another like good 50 seconds or so from there. Some of the worst part as well is the Ed Cavalar. Like it's well, that so was, obviously Cavalier as well. That was what drew my attention right. initially. I was like, what's the deal here? The guy is aware of Ed Cavalier, yet he doesn't, doesn't know uh, how to say Ed Cavalier. Yeah. And it's so obvious in the spelling. And so he's got uh, like the entire album that that guy uh, you know, released that song on right. is driving songs for other celebrities. There's like the Andy Lee, the Hamish Blake driving song. Right. And they're all A the same... Of- it's tune. The, yeah, it's the same song with a different, different celebrity name right. substituted every time. And uh, so, yeah, we talked about it. We gave them like a good 20, 25 minutes oh, on the podcast. Just I mean, trying to that is not nearly enough. Dive to down the rabbit hole of Terry Pedestrian. Right. Um, and we stumbled upon his like Twitter page, which yeah. was talking about how he's done like 5,000 songs mm-hmm. over a dozen or so different artists. I mean, he's nothing if not prolific. That's for sure. So if not a little, you know, derivative. <laughs> hey, it's his art. Who am I to criticize? Again, you could say Andy Warhol is derivative and, uh, you know, he's one of the <laughs> biggest artists of our time. If, if Andy Warhol, is that the Ed Cavalier of... 
How do you say it? Andy Warhol. Oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm really tired. <laughs> so uh, when I posted the episode, right. I uh, uh, wrote along with the uh, link to the, the episode in question, Terra Pedestrian, mm. where's our driving songs? Yeah. And it's not like I... I mean, good question. I mean, if... Valid. Uh, my, my point was, like, there was a lot of minor celebrities on this list that had had their own driving song. We've done 140 plus episodes. Surely that's enough to deserve one. No, I wouldn't have said so. <laughs> when it comes to the world of celebrities, whatever's below minor, we're below that. Well, regardless, <laughs> I was uh, throwing it out to the universe. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I wrote that in the post. Yeah. And when... I write these Facebook posts. It also like automatically goes to Twitter. Mm -hmm. Twitter is like a whole realm that I never quite mastered. No, I don't want to go near it. Because like when I, when you talk about someone on Facebook, it's like chances are, unless you directly tag them, they'll never know. Yeah. Right. Twitter's like wide open. And so then occasionally horrifying. Why? I don't know. It's kind of just like shooting space junk into space. It does feel a bit like that. Or maybe the opposite. It's like shooting junk at Earth from space. <laughs> That's probably more accurate. You don't know where it's going to land, who it's going to hit, what the reaction will be. Like, Yeah. So I never pay much attention to the Twitter account. We do have no. one for the podcast. Yes. But... It just automatically tweets what we put on Facebook. Yeah. Right? And uh, then occasionally people like Keith Powell from 30 Rock will hit us up. I mean, boy, was that a day. Uh, the woman who voiced Siri was the most recent one. And then unfollowed. Yeah. Gosh. She was very... Um, temperamental ah. uh recently there was some kind of uh like hollywood pr guy that reached out to us oh yeah i, I didn't know about that one i followed him back just I'm like well you never know it doesn't hurt to have this guy <laughs> in my back pocket <gasps> but, in your back pocket what are you blackmailing him for <laughs> i don't want to go into details <laughs> yeah, i can see that um but the most recent one to hit us up was of course terry pedestrian yeah. himself i mean and what a coup <laughs> right. Blows the others out of the water. Uh, so I woke up on a Thursday morning. There was a message from my uh, Twitter account mm-hmm. at 2.41 a.m. Jeez. Uh, no wonder you're so prolific. From the music account itself, yes. which for those not in the know, that's the master account, I guess you would say, of all of these different artists right. that you know, Terry Pedestrian is one of. It just basically said, my website is down slash gone. It had links to all my bands. And then uh, there was two links from, you know, that post as well. Right. Uh, the first one was this. Ben, this is your workout song. Moving to stay healthy, Ben's working to get strong. I mean, Jogging it's not wrong. And skipping and lifting I love, weights and I stuff. love working out like Showing that. You don't skip often. Ben's getting not really tough. Work really hard, Ben, at your local gym. Stretch out your body. Flex every limb. Keep going, Ben. You're looking great. Feel your muscles burn. Increase your heart rate. He doesn't know that your gym's in the building. <laughs> you think it should have been more specialised? Yeah, he said local gym. I so, mean, it's, here's the thing. it's in the building. Like, he does those uh, driving songs just replacing the name of a celebrity. It seems like he's got a series of workout songs right. where he just, like, replaces the name of a celebrity. Yeah, but at least I do drive to work. There's an element of truth. Or well, should we see if the Vicky workout song is more accurate? Oh, there's a Vicky workout song. Vicky, this is your workout song. Why is he so far away? <laughs> Vicky's working to get Did he fall down a well between our songs? It might have just been an afterthought. That it's like, I've done 500 of these today. For some reason, like... 
I'm taking mine as an insult. Just because it's not as... No, like, just like that he's insisting that I work out. Are you calling me fat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yours, I could hear it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. But mine, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Terry Pedestrian. Actually, this <laughs> one... Are you suggesting I need to work out? This what are you one, trying to say? This one isn't actually by Terry Pedestrian. It's by Good Times Fantastic Refreshing Exercise Band. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So, Rolls off the tongue. I, I uh, will point out that, you know, the lead vocalists sound very similar to Terry Pedestrian. The backing track also has a bit of... <laughs> it's pedestrian flavour. Yeah, there's a, a similar flair <laughs> That's there. That's chips that won't come out anytime soon. Yeah. yeah, mine was from the album Workout Songs for Staying Healthy. Oh, yeah. Yours, Exercise Songs for Working Out. Yeah, I don't love mine. Mine seems like <laughs> a bit insulting. I'm wondering... I like, feel fat now because of that song. Look, I don't think it was directly, you know, aimed at you. I mean, it's got my name in it. Uh, yeah, but there was also a lot of workout songs I with know. a lot of names. But for some reason, mine just comes along a little more insulting. All right, well, uh, Terry Pedestrian, take that on board. Mm. So, uh, like, the big question we had in that episode, or at least that I did, was like, what's the end goal here? Right. I felt. Oh, did he let us know? Well, I reached out to him. Yeah. Because I'm like, it looks like some kind of money making scheme from the outside, at least from my perspective. Right. That, that people would search Ed Kivley and be like, oh, an Ed Kivley driving song, I'll download that. Oh, yeah, well, like, I think in the episode, I'm like, well, maybe Ed will buy it because he right. sees that he's got his name in it. Yeah. Maybe, you know, if he's doing personalized workout songs, it's like, hey, I need something to work out to. If he's saying my name, that'll help motivate me. <laughs> or like, I've got a friend called Vicky. Right. She could use the motivation. It'll be no. like a funny joke if it's I... It's not. I'm insulted. All right. Well, uh, obviously that one backfired, but I reached out to him with... Like that in These mind, questions. I'm like, hey, what's going on here? Because right. I love this. I'm just very confused by <laughs> I'm it. not insulting you. Yeah. I just want to, you know, when you fall in love, what you want to know is more right. about your beloved. <laughs> exactly. So you've got 160 characters or whatever on Twitter. Oh, right. So there is like, I had to, you know, squeeze this in. And I'm like, I want to express that I'm like into this. Right. I'm also confused by it. <laughs> And I want to... Which is your general reaction. Basically, that's how I go about the world. Right. So I wrote, Haha, thanks. I fell down the music rabbit hole, but still trying to work out if this is a money-making scheme or you just love driving songs. Right. And All right. No response. Mm, well, I wouldn't respond to that either. Why? No, I would. Okay. I just, I just... I don't know. I'm trying to imagine Terry's... Uh, feelings and all this. Well, like... Putting myself in Terry's shoes. I feel like he's trying to uh, put on an air of mystery. Right. Because... I think the guy's got time to respond. Oh, it's like, certainly not a time <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe it is if he's that busy making music. He's like, I got 4,000 more songs uh, just right. ready to go. I got to uh, get those rather inspiration than respond doesn't... to my many fans. Well, right. Inspiration doesn't strike every day and I don't want to sit around typing tweets. Being, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm hot That's right true. Now. There's like a whole uh, three album, uh, you know. Arc I've got to complete. Exactly. So I didn't get a direct response to that. But then a few days later in my uh, Facebook inbox... A song for Ben and Vicky of the Insane Ramblings podcast to sing along to while they drive, in brackets, safely. Oh, good. And we got... He must know that I'm on my last demerit point. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Ben and Vicky driving song as Requested. demanded. Right. Oh, okay. Demanded? Sorry. I, I felt mean... we were requesting. Good cop, bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ben and Vicky... Drive their cars every day 
They True. drive to work where they stay. Yes. Then they drive home where they play. Sometimes they go out. They drive here. They drive there. Ben and Vicky drive their cars everywhere. Oh, I thought he was going to fall down ben there, but he went plural. <laughs> drive their cars into town. They drive to the shops. Ben and Vicky never stop. They drive here. They drive there. Ben and Vicky drive their cars everywhere. Ben and Vicky, they drive and sing along. Ben and Vicky, here is your driving song. Wait, he changed. Amping it up. They oh, yeah. drive and sing along. Ben and Biggie, here is your driving song. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive. Well, that's how it works. I feel like that means we've made it. I mean, it's like... Oh, yeah. It's basically a Weird Al parody. It's a cameo in The Simpsons. You got your Terry pedestrian We were basically just on song. Saturday Night Live. Exactly. <laughs> So a uh, big thank you to Terry, the man himself. He also linked us to um, his blog. Right. Which he doesn't reveal until his third date, at least. Right. Well, he blew early with us. We're that good. That's true. But I felt like, you know, we had a few back and forth. That was basically the foreplay. Oh. It's weird. Stayed a weird term. <laughs> but all right. I guess he serenaded us twice. Yeah. You don't do that on a first date. Yeah. I like that he pluralized cars because I was like, oh, he's really going to fall down here. I was concerned that he thought we both drive to work together. Ludicrous. Well, indeed. But I, it would I, add at least 30 minutes I on the trip. I don't dislike the notion that we are some Wiggles-esque group. I'm not dropping you after work. What if I'm on late shift? I feel like it's, you know, we're driving to insane ramblings or something. We've got like we're not. You live a here. big red car that we uh, just drive around town just having no. a good time listening to that driving song. That paints a whole picture. No, that's not how it works. All right. Well, I didn't realize I was going to get shut down like well, that. Well, I mean, like, you know. If- <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> that's I know the rules of songs. <laughs> And that's not it. All right. Well, no, like, it's not like you're like, you know, gangster's paradise. You're like, oh, well, he's not really 23 now. But at the time he wrote it, he was. Indeed. Yeah, so there was some truth to it. Exactly. So that follows the rules. You, you can't be like, oh, well, you know, I'm 23 fits the rhyme better, even though I'm 28. I'll definitely live to see 24 because I'm 31 now. Maybe we could... Uh alter our lives to match the terror pedestrian well i don't have that far to go i do drive to work and home it's you that's the problem my concern is that we can never stop it's like speed <laughs> did we talk about this last week i don't think so yeah i tweaked on that last week and i guess i just never mentioned it because he says you drive your cars and never stop you think that's too much pressure well we never stop it's like speed what happens if we stop we can't you don't want to know what happens oh if all stop. right okay mm. uh we got one more final comment from Terry. Oh, great. He wrote on the uh, episode 101, 141 Facebook post, which was the episode that we talked about him. Sure. At length. Thanks for playing our music and pointing out how hard it is to find. Here it is in one blog post. Excellent. Did you have a look at this? I did. It's amazing. Isn't it? I'm going to like go through, what's that, like about 15 or so bands. Terry Pedestrian, obviously, one of many. 
I was not aware of the breadth of this oh. man's work. It's a whole loaf. <laughs> exactly. And a, a crunchy French stick at that. Oh, I was going to go like fruit and nut. Not fruit and nut. It's chocolate, isn't it? Like the pumpkin. Raisin toast. No, I was thinking like, you know, the pumpkin seed sort of mix. The one that's got a lot of substance to All it. Right, that one. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to like go through these bands. A CDC, which is the, it's like a CD and an SEA. Oh, right. Like but, a C of CDs. I guess so. <laughs> Uh, one album on that uh, particular I mean, that artist. would be more or less his house at this point. Yeah, right. Those songs are personalised moving to Mars songs. Oh, great. Yeah. All belated birthday anthems. Those are songs if you miss someone's birthday. Great. Again, I feel like it must be, you know, replacing the name of whoever's birthday Oh, I see. I thought it was like for every day until the next one. Like, sorry, I missed your right, birthday. Right, 363 three. days of apologies. I mean, he's got four albums of that. So maybe that's at least two of those <laughs> albums. Like, I know it's been 37 days since it was your birthday. Yeah. But I still feel really <laughs> bad. I hope that you weren't sad. That'll be taken for next week's intro. I mean, I certainly hope so. Bastibus, <laughs> Bastibus Chumley. That's an old man singing jazz songs. Great. One album in that one. Mm. Cameron the Glove Compartment. That's probably <laughs> my favourite of all these uh, artists. <laughs> I like that. Okay. What's his? That's personalised celebrity driving songs. Right. Much different for some, for some reason to uh, tarot pedestrians, mostly driving songs for celebrities. Yeah. Don't ask me how, but he felt the need to make multiple artists to uh, cover this category. Channel Surf, the television-themed sketch comedy, nine albums, mm. DJ Money Gloves, tech, <laughs> techno music mostly based on sports rules. Wow, that's brilliant. Good Times, fantastic, refreshing exercise band, workout songs, we know that. <laughs> yep. Three albums on that one. Gus Gould. Three albums and two songs. Well, he didn't record those workout songs specifically for us, if that's what you're getting at. There was already Ben and Vicky workout songs? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Did you not get that? No. no. No, I think he just linked to existing Ben and Vicky songs. Ah. Yeah. Well. As a stopgap. To tide us over right. until the combined Ben and Vicky driving song could be yeah, he, available. Yeah, it was like sending, you know, pizzas into the hostage situation while you work out. If those pizzas were already being made. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like they're sort of keeping us, our demands sort of met. Yeah, while sure. While they... Work out the long term. They were hostage plan. songs, hostage yeah. workout songs. That's right. why I think the uh, the Vicky workout song is like a lower quality. I feel like it was one of his earlier works. Really? How many people called Vicky? Do you know versus people you know called Ben? Maybe you just didn't care enough. Like, there's no one called Vicky. No, no one's no ever no going to listen to this. Okay, I thought I mean, they were bespoke. Just a theory. Right. If I could, if I could get response out of uh, Terry. I mean, I'm definitely disappointed. What, that it wasn't... You got the Vicky and Ben driving song. What more do you want? I just thought it was bespoke. You didn't know about it until 20 minutes ago. Yeah, and I'm disappointed. I wish I still didn't know about it. You didn't it. like it and in the first full place. Circle. You felt like we were talking about how fat you were. And now you've seen the problems I face. Well, now you know it's not personalised. Does that change things at all? No. Because he wasn't referring to specifically you. He, he made this year or so ago before but he's all vickies are like a little overweight well i feel like hey where is that going he's saying all ben's are overweight <laughs> not even overweight maybe they're in great shape and just <laughs> love exercising no yours came 
off slightly differently. Mine had a different tone. Yeah, but because it's in your mind. Uh, I had an accusatory tone. Mm, all right. right in, listeners, it did. Uh, Gus Gould, their rugby league folk songs. I mean, these sound great. I want to listen to that and the sports one. Relaxativation. Ooh, I don't want that. Oral constipation relief. I was just about to say that's what it sounded like. I Never mean, mind. It's on Front Street. I mean, right? When he, <laughs> when he names something, he definitely gets the point across. Ruffle Harris. Songs Rolf Harris said he would release after his prison stay. Mm. Two albums of that with a little asterisk uh, pointing out one song out of the dark was mistakenly released under the name Rolf Harris. (laughs) (laughs) All royalties made from this band are donated to an appropriate charity. (laughs) Really? So he accidentally made a typo of his typo. That's what it sounds like. Or like autocorrect got him into trouble. Made money or something. So he's sent the money to a charity. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much money, but if, if any money is to be made, it's being donated. I mean, that's nice. Terry Pedestrian's got a heart. I like this guy. I'm curious, though, because if he's going out of his way to uh, say that it's not made by Rolf Harris. Right. How is he getting away with this one? Russell Crowe. <laughs> Personalized songs celebrating people's pets. Two albums. By Russell Crowe. I mean, you're allowed to have the name Russell Crowe, I guess. Yeah, but it's not his name, is it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's Terry Pedestrian, really? Yeah, but it's not like there's already a famous Russell Crowe. Like if I... Well, I mean, now there's a famous Terry Pedestrian. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) But if I decided to release an album called Terry Pedestrian and the Crossing, don't you think that he might have something to say about Mm, it? I I see your point. I think that's worth bringing up with him. Uh, see ya, which is songs to get ex-partners to take you back. That's so great. <laughs> Two I'm albums. I'm going to buy those. That's brilliant. You don't want your current partners. I don't have one. <laughs> but you don't even want hypothetical partners. Because I know that I just think it's a trap. There's something wrong with him. There yeah, must be. Then what are you doing with this album then? <laughs> You're not gonna... enjoying it. I'm not luring anyone back. You just want to listen to it for its uh, artistic merit. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't actually spice up my life when I listen to Spice Girls. Maybe you should. I mean, it's, it's not good terrible advice. advice. <laughs> the Blair Cottrell Project, a pop anthem promoting multiculturalism. The cheeky peppermint somersault gnomes. Jeez. Children's songs. The donkey voters. Congratulations on becoming the leader of Australia songs. <laughs> huh? I mean, it's a very specific uh, audience to that one. Well, but no, I guess how many prime ministers have we had? I don't know, like, can't be more than 20-something, right? I guess, yeah. Uh, maybe. I mean, maximum 40. Yeah. Like... We definitely haven't cracked 40. Yeah, so, again... It's funny There's how- more people called Ben and Vicky <laughs> that want a song of them together. No, I'm just saying, like, you're likely to get more hits for Harold Holt than Ben and Vicky. Oh, just, like, random people Googling it. Yeah. I was thinking, like... If you're trying to sell it to... Uh, oh, right. Julia Gillard is much higher class person yeah, than us. Yeah, because it's like congratulating them on becoming the leader of Australia. Maybe like, it's for other people to play to them. If I'm the leader of Australia, like if, you know, just as as Ben Moore, citizen of the world, not currently the leader of Australia no. and uh, no aspirations <laughs> to, to be... a website that just <laughs> tells people? Is Ben Moore the leader of Australia? <laughs> yes com. or no? Yeah, it's just no. I feel like the Montague Street Bridge. As much as I would like the commitment to the joke, the uh, you know twenty or so dollars a year that it would cost me is probably not worth it. Mm, okay. How about if I become the leader of Australia, I'll just let people know. But via until then, I mean, no, via just the media. Oh. I feel like there'll I feel be like some you attention. You won't on me. let them know. Like the media will do most of the work. 
I mean, I'll say it on the podcast. Okay. Surely. <laughs> if, if, I don't know, if they let Donald Trump still keep if his Twitter page, we can keep personally let me know if you become the leader of Australia. That, mm-hmm. I would appreciate that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to send you a text. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Keep me the link. And I'll, uh, I'll just play that album down the line. You'll be like, oh my God, Ben's the leader of Australia. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't want Terry Pedestrian to tell me before you do. The Port Macquarie Philharmonia. Mm-hmm. Classics remastered. Mm-hmm. And the last one, the surname Rockers, they're personalized family party songs. Oh, they've got to have mine in there. Three uh, three albums. Yeah, there's probably a Smith amongst those. You would think so. That's the second song that someone's written about me. Oh, so it is. It's up there with the uh, song about how... Unbroken Promises? How big my head is. And I really hope that song does not exist on the internet anymore. Why? It's not great content. I mean, I feel like it captured a moment. <laughs> and some moments are best forgotten. All right. Anyway, thank you, Terry Pedestrian. Love the song. Indeed. Highlight of the week, if anyone else wants to. Oh, uh, absolutely. More so than a friend of ours has said we're basically famous at this point. And I'm not going to dispute that. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Where do you go when you're not disputing with someone? If do we shake hands and leave the room? <laughs> no. If, <laughs> I just feel like... Let us not. If you are talking to this friend and he's like, you're basically famous. I don't want you to do the humble thing and be like... I did like, not. I was like, yes, we are. Yeah, Why are you here? Good. Get out. Because there's a good chance they'd be like, no, no, no. I'm still Vicky from the block. Like, no, you remember. I'm like, I'm Vicky from that song that you know of. Yeah. And, uh, and you should respect me in, as appropriate. People in songs at this party only, get out. <laughs> good. <laughs> and don't it tell was him. me and Delilah from <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Quite the rager. <laughs> Don't tell him that there's a good chance there's a workout song with his name already in existence. I will not. Yeah. I'm sure he's all over it. Uh, he's a little Dum Dum Club fan. I wanted to point out if you're watching the video and if you're not, you might have realised obviously to preserve sound quality, we have to have as little interference as possible, which means that we don't have the windows or doors open and... There's no fan on because you could hear that. So if you're wondering why we're sweating in the video, that's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the footage isn't that high definition. Oh, really? You probably, I mean, we might look a bit shiny. Yeah, but I'm burning up. I just want people to know, like, I, we really put in the It's like, up. have you ever seen in movies, they often like slick down the road just at night to get a good shot because it just looks so much better. Right. I don't that's think, us. Yeah, I don't think we'll get beads of sweat like dripping down well, our no, face but we'll time, be like they'll people will see it and be like they look good for some reason i can't just quite oh, picture right. it and it'll be that same effect no last time i looked like mr sheen like in our last <laughs> video i'm kind of greasy or maybe you should have uh, not gone in a grease bath just minutes I mean, before the podcast lesson learned yeah no more grease fights before we uh sit down to record no just assume that we record every episode in a sauna and uh, well, it's not far off i'm burning up I i've got like, my work clothes on it, it's warm I feel like it adds to the level of uh, insanity. Delirium? Yeah. yeah. There's like, it does. We've got to live up to the name of the podcast. And if we're just on the verge of passing out, <laughs> like we're, <laughs> we're starting to hallucinate, but we're not right. quite there yet, then that's exactly what people demand from this podcast. And uh, how are, who am I to deprive right. the listeners of that? And who are you to deprive us of, uh, you know, appropriate body temperatures? And oxygen. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. You're every man to do that. I ran into a friend recently. A friend of a friend. Really? Okay. Um, More of an enemy, even. Yes. Some would say. Nemesis. Yeah. No, he's, he's my barista. 
So oh, yeah, this guy. No, new one. Is it like, did you run into him outside of barista context? Oh, that's weird. That's always uncomfortable. Also, when you say you ran into him, it's like, I went to the coffee shop. Well, no, he was opening up the coffee shop as I walked <laughs> I by. I mean, that's not really running into, is it, though? It's like, well, I, I ran into Mark Zuckerberg. Shop. Oh, where? At Facebook, where he no, lives and works. It's not. It's like, oh, I live next door to Facebook and I was walking past Facebook and he was out the front. Also, he doesn't leave at Facebook. He probably does. He does not. He's a hard worker. Mm, okay. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I was walking past the cafe on yeah. my, I don't know, daily promenade. <laughs> sure. My, my neighbourhood watch patrol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realise you were so uh, socially active. Yeah, first I promenade to let the neighbourhood know all is well. I do the bell, you know, it's 5am, all is well. Is that a thing? It's like the town crier or whatever. Oh, sure. You know, and they go around with the bell and they're like... It's midnight and all is well. No? I feel like, it, you know, when you're a newsy on the corner, like extra, extra. No, that's different again. I feel like it's a step away from it. Okay. It's the same era. There was just a yes. lot of bells and small <laughs> children <laughs> waving them. There was a lot of... There was my children the adults. Like the last time that I rang a bell was in year three. Right. And what was uh, that about? It was like to signal the end of lunch. Nice. Yeah, like, you know, that kind of bell is the domain of an 11-year-old. Yeah, but this is an adult in the and all as well, because it's middle of the night. I suppose we didn't care about children at that point. No. <laughs> what if something wasn't well? Then you say, you're like, it's midnight and your house is burning down. <laughs> like, Watch thanks, out. Thanks, small child on the street. <laughs> it's not a child. God, how many times <laughs> I have to tell you? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Like, because... Hmm. You know, when the British like the were coming. watch person or something. Is it like that kind of thing or like the British are coming? No, it's like in Britain and he just goes around and he's like, it's midnight and all is well. That's all I know. It sounds like he's haunting But me. he's only doing this at midnight and 5am. I don't know what times. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, please do. Because I, like, what, what era are you like suspecting this is? I mean, I'm guessing like 1500s. Okay. Like, I just made that up. I don't know. No, I'm, just, I, I'm not aware of it, so I'm just trying to get clued into any information. I mean... I'm what are you Googling to even come across this? It's midnight and all is well. Okay. Like, why do you think that's the phrase? I just think it is. That's just what people in the 1500s would say. You know, it just sounds 1500s. <laughs> yeah, there was detectives. Constables walking their beat and yelling out, it's midnight and all is well. And so they're looking for criminals? I guess. I feel like you're just alerting the criminals to the fact that you're on patrol. Like it's probably fell out of fashion because there was a lot of criminals getting away with stuff at like 1201. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I know where the cops are yeah. and it's not like, here. They've done their rounds. I'll just break in and steal the shit before they do another lap. Right. I mean, it makes sense. All I can find is stuff about cricket, about the Night Watchman. Is it the Night Watchman? Is this what we're... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> All right. It's probably not important. Anyway, that's what they say. Potentially policemen. I don't know <laughs> sure. if it helped with crime. Some era, maybe, in Britain, <laughs> I guess. Oh, I'll be back, Ben. You uh, may poke the puppy now, but he'll be back as a fully grown dog slash idea. Does that mean you're going to be... You know, bringing us up to date on this next episode, or is this? I'm not guaranteeing idle threats. Mm, I guess we'll see. Okay, I'd like to keep you on your toes. All right, well, if you, if you get more information, I'm ready to hear it. Anyway, my friend, who is definitely my friend, and not just my barista, mm-hmm. even though I only ever go to the coffee shop to see him. I mean, I go there. 
And and not only that, but it would be weird to see him outside of the coffee yeah, shop. Yeah, it would be weird. Mm. Which I did. He was setting up out the front. Okay. Um, I was like, whoa, you look like shit. And he's like... <laughs> no, the lovely morning greeting from Vicky. I know. Uh, charming. Charmed, I'm sure. He had been play fighting with a friend and his friend... Um, because I was like, you look really tired. And he's like, well, no, I slept well. And I was like, oh, sorry. I just thought you were hungover. Like you've got such like dark circles on your eyes. And he's like, oh, no, what happened with that is I was play fighting with a friend and my friend thought it would be funny to pick up the bottle and um, hit me over the face with it. That is a hilarious joke. And he gave him like an eye socket fracture. A fracture? Yeah. Jeez. Like chipped off part of this guy's eye socket. And just uh, you're more in the medical profession than I am. Do you need your eye socket? You can't treat it, which is the bummer. Mm. There's nothing you can do about it. You sit around in the hospital for hours and they're like, oh yeah, that's broken. But we can't, like, you're not going to man in the eye and mask you. Like, you, you can't even just put like a, almost like a bandaid or something. I on mean, you that, could, like you could Nelly. Yeah. Up, Would that why? not make a difference? No. Because yeah. it's kind of just, you've chipped a bit off your skull. But I guess like it would, it's not a part of the the body that you're moving a lot, right? Like if you no, move No, you don't your... want to be sneezing. That's uncomfortable. You don't want to be sneezing? No. So I heard. Oh, like it hurts the fraction more? Yeah. Okay. But as long as you're not sneezing... Or like coughing or laughing. Like if you're moving your eyeball around, that's not like irritating No, I don't think so. No. It's kind of like if you've chipped like in here is where you're actually like... You know, imagine a skull. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware. Yeah. The bit where the eyes are, that's chipped. Imagine yeah. that, though. Imagine if you and Julian were just hanging out in the apartment, drunk, and he decided to bottle you. Do you, you're believing this story then? Like it wasn't some kind of, I don't know. He, he fell down some stairs and he was like too embarrassed to do it, or I don't know. Maybe some kind of. It's kind of an embarrassing story as is. Some maybe like sexual accident. It's like, oh yeah, just got a bit too rough in the bedroom, and. Nah, he would tell me. Okay. We'd laugh it up. I didn't realize you're so familiar with the. The life of not your primary barista, yeah. but your secondary barista. I would say tertiary. Really? Yeah. And you're on like sexual uh, history level with all of them. Yeah, I guess. I guess I'm how easy to you, get a lot Because <laughs> I'm not a coffee drinker. So no, maybe, maybe this that's is. the problem. But like if I go to They're Starbucks. They're the bartenders of Melbourne. You I don't, don't go to Starbucks. For wait, Starbucks. wait, wait, wait. If I'm but in. No, not for this kind of stuff. I, I get it. Right. But I feel like there's a, a level of familiarity that I'm not going to be like, when they ask me for my name at Starbucks and they write it on the cup, I'm going to get some weird looks if I'm like, so uh, when was the last time you got laid? At that point. That's, that's why you don't pick Starbucks, for starters. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. <laughs> the major reason. Yeah. Okay. So what's the scenario? Like, what are we looking at? This is obviously... Local cafe. Yeah. Yeah. How did we get to that level? Right. With this particular, my tertiary barista. Yes. His sister owns the cafe and I went in one day and I just had quite... But were you friends with the sister or anything? I mean, kind of. Oh, okay. she's so, secondary barista. But that's... Oh, but like when you say you're friends with the sister, you're friends from because it, when you got coffee from her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so with this particular barista, I was meeting a friend and there was no more space. We had to kind of sit at the bar, which is like where the coffee machine kind of is, if that makes sense. Yeah. And um, I was telling him a story of like a recent romantic disappointment that was also quite a funny story. So that was how you got into it. Because like, well, this will be funny, not just... It just happens to be a relationship story. Well, I was telling my friend, actually. Oh, and they, like he overheard. Well, you, you can't help but overhear yeah. like where 
he was standing. Yeah. And it's kind of an amusing story. So you kind of can't not really react either. Like, because he's just got to stand there staring into the distance. And if we were just chatting away about work or something, I suppose he'd tune out. Is this a story that, like, we've heard on the podcast? I don't even remember exactly which one it was. No, it's the one I haven't told you. See, Ben, again, you've not let the world in on my greatest coup. But you're saying this is a funny story. This is not the kind of story that I don't want you to tell me. I held in my pain as requested. See, every Vicky always <laughs> thinks that, because admittedly she does complain a lot, mm. that I'm like instantly annoyed as soon as she opens her mouth about... No, you said hold in your pain like everyone else. <laughs> That's a direct <laughs> quote. <laughs> that is a direct quote. I mean, and it so sounds I like something I would Straight say. into the mind vice. But I thought you'd be proud. Assuming it's a story I didn't want to hear, but I feel like you're not very good at discerning the difference between a simple, oh, I'm hungry, I'm tired, <laughs> I'm too hot, <laughs> with the, hey, here's a funny in- incident that happened in my relationship or, right. uh, you know, potential relationship, whatever. Yeah. So, like, I want horrifying. to hear the hilarious sexcapades. Right. It's not a sexcapade in well, my dreams. I'm just saying that this is the kind of like the traumatic Vicky relationship. Like I don't need to drag it out to like a three hour saga. Right. Okay. But if it's like an amusing two minute story, I'm all ears. Anyway, he's heard it. You haven't let that sink in. Yeah. He's obviously closer to you. Well, I mean like location wise, which is how he happened to hear it. I guess so. All right. Well, I'll tune into Vicky and the baristas podcast (laughs) and I'll get that scoop. (laughs) Anyway, so we overheard the story. And so then from there, we got talking about all that kind of stuff. And now I guess we just catch up when I see him. And is that the kind of thing that happens with all of the baristas? Because like, like that story makes sense. Yeah. But you can't be, like you're saying this is the third barista that you're on that level of intimacy with. Right. And like, it's not like every time that you go to the barista, you're talking to a friend about like some kind of incident along these lines. Is it? <laughs> like it might be but it seems unlikely I, are you asking me like how do i build friendships yeah, with there's, strangers there's very how do you uh, it's not just <laughs> friendships no it's very professional relationships no okay well that too but you're not building just like a base level friendship like there's like if i go to the fish and chip shop every week or whatever right like they all know my order they're not knowing my sex life. I guess like it depends on the place as well because I don't... My fish and chip shop doesn't know me. The noodle shop doesn't know anything about me. It's only coffee guys that know you. No, I, I don't know necessarily. What about like your hairdresser or like... Yeah, hairdresser does. They know you? Yeah. I'm going there tomorrow. And you're going to tell them this story that you're not going to tell me? No, it's traumatizing. I told it once and it was enough. Like just you- everyone in it is painted in a bad light. Hmm. That sounds like a good podcast story. Yeah, it's awful. Anyway, so that's how we got on that level and he told me the tequila story. So I feel like you wouldn't lie on the strength of that since... um, What's the tequila story? How he got hit in the face. Oh, right. Right. I actually uh, prefaced the story because he was talking to my friend with surprise (laughs) as I began the story. So you know it's going to be a good one. Um, So what segment have you not heard for a while that you've missed? Sending out an SMS, just a touch of our advice. Craig segment, love that one. Okay. Uh, um, I guess it's not the one I was hoping you'd say. Sin City, that was a classic. Uh, what did the DSU doing? Those are pretty much all our greatest hits. Oh, that's a shame. Well, in any case, I'm bringing back what did the DSU doing? Yes. 
<laughs> Finally. Season two, a dear zombie doing something else. I've been waiting. Uh, no, I'm bringing back Ranger Vicky. Do, 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 do. Ranger Vicky. It's vintage, vintage stuff. Um, what an article we found. Um, completely unrelated to the barista story. I just also okay. Yeah, really. Story. It seemed like it was a natural segue for some reason. No, their relationship is they're both funny stories. Oh, great! <laughs> yeah. uh, paramedics save man after he swallows whole live diver soul. Go on. <laughs> soul spelled S O L E. By the way, type of fish. Yeah. Uh, so a prank almost proved fatal when a 28-year-old man got a whole live diver so- Dover soul stuck in his throat. I mean, that is the appropriate age to get up to these hijinks. Oh, isn't it though? Yeah. Um, That's when your airway is just wide enough to accept yeah. a whole <laughs> 14 centimetre fish. But not so wide it slips right down. Yeah. Uh, the man had just caught the 14 centimetre fish and had put it over his mouth as a joke. I mean, I feel like he's Rex hunting it. Like he's going. No, he's like, like put it over his mouth. Uh, like, is he being kidnapped by a band of fishes? No, I think he's like you know doing the like kiss of like, hey, I caught this fish. No, because that's like kissing it, not laying it across your mouth. Or well, he could be dangling it like a um, Sylvester the cat kind of like. In, oh, like yeah, like he was like about to lower it and it will come out a skeleton. I mean, this story is obviously a lie. He put it over his mouth as a joke, but it wriggled free and jumped down his windpipe. Why do you, why do you think it's a lie? And why know. are we reading it if you think it's a lie? <laughs> I just don't. When's the last time you were holding, you, you caught a fish? I mean, surely. You the, held it over your mouth as a joke and then it fell in and caused a complete blockage. I mean, it's been a while, but <laughs> the idea of the segment is funny animal stories. Yeah. It wouldn't be a story if it's just something that happens all the time. <laughs> I, you've got me there. Yeah. Uh, so paramedics were called and when they arrived at the Boscombe Pier, uh, they found the man who has not been identified had collapsed and stopped breathing. Friends were performing CPR as directed by the emergency medical dispatcher on the line from the 999 control room. Here's what he had to say, one of the um, people that were working on the man. The boys were giving really good CPR on our arrival as uh, instructed by the control room staff. Initially, we didn't know the true extent of the situation or what the patient was choking on, but as we questioned him further, we were told he had a whole fish stuck in his windpipe. Who told him? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Maybe maybe the fish from his windpipe. (laughs) Help. He then goes on to say, it was clear that we needed to get the fish out. I mean, I feel like... (laughs) That part was obvious, but... Uh, yeah. I used a laryngoscope. I can't say that. Sorry. L- laryngoscope. I can't say that. I mean, you're looking for me to pronounce this? I'm not... Maybe. <laughs> it's not a word that I use in my to daily... fully extend the mouth and throat and saw what appeared like an altered colour of tissue in his throat. But oh no. Using a McGill's forceps, I was able to eventually dislopt, dislodge the tip of the tail and very carefully so as not to break the tail off as I tried to remove it although the fish's barbs and gills were getting stuck on the way back up. It's kind of like, it's pretty smart of him to acknowledge that you're going to tear the tail. Right. Because it's like, every time I get a paper jam, yeah. you just start pulling <laughs> and then the paper tears about halfway through and it's like, full well, fuck, I've now made I've got it to, worse. Yeah, I've got to kind of get a grip on it from like this little sliver, sliver that's like sticking out from halfway through the spool. Now imagine you had a fish jam. And that that fish is like barbed. <laughs> So the printer pales in comparison for you now. This will never frustrate you again. Every time you're fixing the printer, imagine it's a bar. I'm like, fish it could be worse. Could, this, this could, yeah, it could be a Dover soul in my esophagus. <laughs> I was acutely aware that I only had one attempt at getting this right as I 
as if I lost grip or a piece broke off and it slid further out of sight, then there was nothing more that we could have done to retrieve the obstruction. Eventually, after six attempts, the fish came out in one piece and to our amazement, it was a whole Dover sole uh, measuring approximately 14 centimetres in length. Harrison added, I have never attended a more bizarre incident. I wonder if you could just swallow it. Like it would still suck to have... Well, I think it's stuck in his air pipe. You can't swallow it. It's like when you put water the wrong way down, it goes to your lungs. It's a different pipe, mate. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you don't want to fish in your lungs. No. <laughs> I mean, you could try and force it the other way, but then you've got the issue of a live fish in your lung. Yeah. Not a good scenario either. No. But the guy survived with no uh, no ill effects. He said, I've never attended such a bizarre... Um, incident. Incident. And I don't think I ever will. Uh, but we're all so glad the patient has no lasting effects. He I'm just, assuming he's talking about the person. But he, uh, not the fish. He does breathe underwater now, which is <laughs> weird. Yeah, I'm guessing the fish died. True. Oh, like, imagine that. It's like, hey, this is my pet fish. It's oh, like, it lives in me well, now. Where'd you get it from? Oh, he was stuck in my windpipe for a few hours. I kind of grew attached. Oh, right. I thought you were saying, like, he just had to stay in there. It's like, we can't get it out. It's not going any further in either. <laughs> yeah. You just... <laughs> you got to learn to live with it. Oh, yeah, you breathe around it. You're a fish man now. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were like, oh, what's that? That's my pet fish. He... He lives in my throat. Yeah, you can just... What about it. you? What breathe, lives in your throat? Breathe through your nose or something, right? <laughs> You'll be right, mate. Yeah. And it's like, you try and eat something and mm. then the fish eats it. And it's like, damn it, he keeps doing that. Like, I'm very <laughs> I'm hungry. Let some of these French fries go, fa- yeah, go past. Let it down the other pipe. Yeah. God damn it. Well, uh, you've brought back... A classic segment. I feel like it's only fair if... To uh, wrap up the show with another classic segment? Yeah. Craig segment. Right. It is classic. Craig, 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 Craig. Have over... We have a segment. I feel like it speaks for itself. No, it doesn't. Segment. Thank you. Is that what we did? We whispered it. Actually, don't I think think that was right. It's like one of those things that... It's like I haven't ridden a bicycle for like 10 years, but you get back on, you're like, I remember how to do this now. I think it was kind of a no sleep till Brooklyn scenario where it could sometimes wait an indeterminate amount of time before segment came along. Yeah. So maybe I broke into early. Um, This is a segment where I just basically read uh, funny posts from Craigslist. Okay. Have over 400 gallons regular gasoline willing to trade only Austin. There's a giant picture. He's going to trade it for Austin or in Austin? In Austin. Right. Um, he's uh, looking to trade it for something quite unusual. So I was going to say, that'd be a bad trade on Austin's part. Of <laughs> um, he's got a big picture of a giant red uh, canister, I assume, where, you know, would hold said gasoline. Mm-hmm. I am blessed to have over 400 gallons of gasoline. I don't want money. I'm only looking to exchange up to 15 gallons for anal sex. Me giving it to you. Aww. Both men and women are welcome, but the men need to be very attractive, and that is not my preferred sex. What better? <laughs> what makes you, as a man, attractive to a straight man, though? You have to be very attractive. But, like, uh, in a masculine way or a feminine way? Well, I figure... Like, is he going for, like, Brad Pitt or, like, Jeffree Star? Well, not to spoil the punchline. Oh, he does right. say, if you're interested, send pics so I know if it's worth it. So... I feel like if you just think, all right, I've got what it takes to trade my uh, 
my body for some gasoline. Why? (laughs) There's a lot of questions that not all of them get answered. No. Um, But then it's up to him. Like you send in the photo and then he'll decide like, all right. If you're worth 15 gallons of gas. Yeah. I think this guy's just got a really sweet way of us getting nudes. I mean, isn't that what Craigslist is all about? I've been doing it wrong. (laughs) He continues. I will wear a condom and use organic lubricant. There will be no filming or videos. I don't want anyone else to know either. So let's agree to keep it hush. Now, you might be thinking, he's got 400 gallons. Why is he only trading 15? Because he wants to do it that many times, I'm guessing. So that's not how I took it. You might be right. I thought he was just like, well, I've got 400. I'm going to carve it up into 15 lots and, you know, 15 gallon lots and have quite the weekend. Well, I did the math. How much is 15 gallons of gasoline really worth? Mm. Because, you know, being on the metric system here... It's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, I looked it up. Mm. One gallon is four litres. Mm-hmm. So, like, five bucks? In Austin, $2.28. All right. Currently. So, uh, 15 gallons is $34.20. Australian dollars, $43.56. I'm fine. He's, yeah, That's he's, fine. He's, I'll just... <laughs> He's basically a saying, job in retail. Hey, I'll work two I'll hours behind anal, the bar. Yeah, I'll give you anal for like forty bucks. That's what he's valuing not only his body at, but your body yeah, at. Yeah, I'm fine. It's like twenty bucks each. But if you're looking for a cheap prostitute and some gasoline, I mean, maybe it's Austin's a good deal. Austin's a place to go. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, but you're right. Like, he's willing to swing. Both ways, despite the fact that he's claiming he's not even into men. I mean, I feel like that makes you gay or bisexual. One would think. You can't be like, I'm not bisexual, but I do enjoy <laughs> but, having sex with men. But for forty three fifty, I will I'll be. be cons- <laughs> I'll be persuaded. No, and I'll give it to you. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel it's like... It's not even I'm getting the forty three fifty. I'll be persuaded because that's just prostitution. I'll give you forty three fifty and do it. But I'm not into that. Well, we don't know how attractive these guys are. It says very attractive. But then you but just buy. I know. It makes no <laughs> sense. I mean, it's clearly... Like, you can't be like, I'm not gay, but I would go there for a hot guy. Yeah, that's being attracted to that gender. Yeah, prediction. I'm not like, oh, I, uh, I'm not straight. But, you know, if, whew, if I was attracted to a guy, <laughs> then you better watch him out. This ad was posted, like, about two, three weeks ago. Prediction that a gasoline tank is empty and he's had sex with a lot of guys. Yeah. I don't think anyone got turned away. <laughs> and I don't think there was too many women that applied either. I'm not applying, that's for sure. Mm. Just because you're not in Austin or you... I mean, there's so many reasons. Mm. It's hard to choose just one. I mean, it's 40 bucks. I mean, there's one that comes straight 40, to mind. Well, it's not 40 bucks. It's $40 40, worth of gasoline. But, yeah. I mean, that's not nothing. I mean, it's a full tank. Exactly. <laughs> and with that... I, there's actually nowhere else to go. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you've been listening to Insane Ramblings. You can uh, email me, Vicky at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will find the both of us. Uh, you can reach Ben. <laughs> yes. <laughs> by emailing Ben at, pod- at insaneramblings.net. And that is how you trick Vicky into plugging my email. Oh, yeah, that was confusing. <laughs> uh, go on iTunes. I'm and, the uh, one who worked 12 hours today. It's really hot. <laughs> it's quite warm. <laughs> Go on iTunes. You can uh, rate, review, and subscribe to us there. And uh, you also find the classics of Terry Pedestrian and his many other bands, like, what was it? The Glove? 
I mean, that was Cameron the glove compartment. I want to hear the ones that's predominantly about sports rules. I that mean, sounds great. There's a whole afternoon in uh, just checking out this guy's work. If not more. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash insane ramblings, where you'll also find uh, some of Terry Pedestrian's work. Uh, you'll see each of the um, each of the episodes as they come out. And there's also shorts that you can listen to as teasers or share on your own timeline to help us out. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Away, oh, Seaboat. Away, oh, Seaboat. Ben and Vicky drive their cars every day. They drive to work where they stay. Then they drive home where they play. They drive here. They drive there. Ben and Vicky drive their cars everywhere. Ben and Vicky drive their cars into town. They drive to the shops. Ben and Vicky never stop. They drive here. They drive there. Ben and Vicky drive their cars everywhere. Ben and Vicky, they drive and sing along. Ben and Vicky, here is your driving song. Ben and Vicky, they drive and sing along. Ben and Vicky, here is your driving song. Is it true that guys don't make passes, that girls wear glasses? I don't think that's true. I mean, there's a lot of girls with glasses in relationships. How did it happen? (laughs) Maybe, maybe it's not that it's lame to wear glasses. Mm. It's that you become like sexually more aggressive with them on. It's like librarian look. Well, I don't know, but it's like guys don't make passes that girls wear glasses because girls wear glasses are like out there. They see a guy, they're making a move. (laughs) You could be onto something. Well, like you said, there's girls with glasses in relationships. Yeah. How does one explain that if it's not that glasses give you extra confidence in dating? Yeah, so you're saying the girls are making the moves. They must be if guys aren't making the passes. That or someone setting them up. Yeah, I guess so. Like, I'm thinking maybe it's not that you look bad in glasses, but you look so great that men are intimidated. So guys that make passes are girls that wear glasses is because you're going to have to make the first move because you look so great. These are all distinct possibilities. Well, I mean, like you said, there's women in relationships who wear glasses. So how do we... This just in in all of those relationships just ended. You brought some attention to such a factor. (laughs) And the guy's like, did I make a pass at her? How did this happen? She tricked me. All right. No, it's just like one of those mutual relationships where it sort of just happens. Yeah, you just... I didn't really hit on her. She didn't hit on me. We kind of just spent a lot of time together. It grew. Right. (laughs) Family business of sorts. What? I don't know. (laughs) It's in ramblings.